Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Hit Podcast. Oh, Jeremiah Talks. Oh, my gosh. Did you say Hit Podcast? I mean, it's a hit, like it's the only one we have. If you leave us a review, say this is a hit. This is a hit podcast. Speaking uh, of reviews, we like that, that would that goes a long way for people. Oh, that does. People. I never say that. If you want to review our podcast, uh, give it five stars. That would be very kind of you. It gives us... Um, that just helps us a lot. That helps us a lot. Uh, before we jump into this episode, I wanted to let you know that if you are in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, there we go. We are coming to see you on April eighth at the Thirsty Hippo with Sarah Brian Lewis. Oh, cool! Yeah, That's isn't official. That cool? Yeah, she I officially did, I was said excited. yes. Yeah, she officially said yes. I'm That's excited. on a Friday. That's on a Friday. Uh, the next night, we are playing at Page and Palette in Fairhope, Alabama. Yes. So all of this is wonderful news, and then I'm we are going back to everywhere that I've lived. Yes. And then we're going to New York City in June, mm-hmm. which is everywhere you hope to live, right? Ouch. Yeah. And we have a ton of other stuff coming, but that's just kind of where we're at right now. Uh, hope you're having a good start to your spring. Yes. Also a good, good thing to know. I don't know if know. it's, I don't know when the official first day of spring, is it like March 22nd or something? I have no idea. Maybe that's Earth Day. Um, but it's beautiful outside in Athens, Georgia today. It really is. So, a uh, new podcast episode, oh, yeah. uh, I tell <laughs> <is> um, <laughs> maybe maybe the most embarrassing story that's ever happened to me, and uh, we have a great time. If you want the other half of this episode, head over to patreon.com slash ojeremiah, jump into being a Patreon member. It is literally the most helpful way to support an artist, I yes. promise. Maybe don't eat while you listen to this podcast. We we talk a lot about bathroom stuff, mm-hmm. but in a fun way. In a fun way. Let's do it. I want it to be you talking on the intro. I want to get together. Yeah. Man, oh man, it feels good to be back. How are you? It's only been, <laughs> it's like, what holiday has passed? Yeah, it feels, it feels like, I don't know, I think because the seasons have changed. Yeah, we've emerged from winter. Yeah, we've emerged from winter, and we are full-on spring babies now. Yeah, windows are open. Also, Sun I moved is... your couch back, and it feels like I'm shouting at you. Am I talking any louder, or is it... You're actually talking quieter. Oh, good. Okay. Good. I feel like I'm yelling at you. You're back like three feet, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it feels like you're on a different planet. I don't hate it. Do you want to go ahead and talk about the fact that Noodles is not here? I know. <laughs> it's really difficult. Yeah, it's hard. I, we took Noodles today to get her haircut. I or, miss her. I say we. I took her. And uh, so we Noodles was a rescue dog. So she has all kinds of trauma from a world we will never know. We are her third family. We are her third family, and she's only five. No, Yeah, she, whoa. she yeah, came to us at two up. and a half. She came, at, came to us at two and a half, and, and we were is, her third owners. Yeah, she is, she'll be five in the summer. Yeah. Aww. And... So she used to do all these super annoying things. Like she would just pant all the time. She would whine. And then after an entire pandemic with the same family, she was like, I actually kind of dig these people. I'm going to hang. When we first got here, like Googling how long a baby should hiccup for a safe amount of time, <laughs> I would Google like how long can a dog not go or go without deep breathing. Or eating. She wouldn't eat. She had a, I would have to pick to up her food her. and she would only eat it from our hands. Now she gets hangry. Yeah. So anyway, I walk her out. You've got a client in here and I go down and put her on a leash and she's like, oh, sweet springtime. This is a vibe. Am I going to pee? Oh, she's I don't like, know. Thank you for taking me. And then I walk her over to the van and she's like, we never go in the van. This is weird. And then we <laughs> hopped in and immediately she regressed to those old habits of like <gasps> super whining, super panting. And I don't know what it was. I think she knew that we were going to do something she didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. And then whenever I took her to the actual haircut place, 
uh, if you brush your dog's teeth, you can get a photo taken with the backdrop. Did you ask for that? Oh, of course I did. <laughs> and it was a uh, Disney castle. Like it looked like. Um, oh, we've already done that one. No, it looked like a different Disney Waste castle. Waste of time. Yeah, it looked like a very flowery springtime. Um, if they put Mickey ears on her again, then I'm paying. Then they better give me my money back. Yeah, you know they won't do that because you're not, paying for the teeth brush. Yeah, no, I'm paying for the photo. Okay. No, well, I'm actually, I, I don't ever brush her teeth. Well, do whenever we do drop that? her off to see someone, like when we have to leave them with another person, she wigs out like like no animal ever. Yeah. But there we she's are. She's sad. We're and back to she's being a regular couple. No third wheel. You know, it's, it made me realize, though, is that, like, I don't, I don't think I, I could ever, like, not have a dog now. Oh, yeah. The the days of being dogless are done. Yeah. Like, when she goes, like, who's the next scooter pop we're going to get? Yeah. And I, a like, long-haired weenie? Yeah, well, we did see a long-haired weenie <laughs> dog yesterday. So cute. And I'm all here for it. Like, they are the least useful dogs. <laughs> They're so, like, <laughs> close to the ground. Well, I bet it needs, like, a ramp to get up to the bed. Yeah. You know? Like, or how what does if, the dog get up? What if they do, like, an actual, like, ramp that it can just, like, tick, tick, tick? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I think. Uh, you need, like, a wheelchair ramp for doggies. Like, the, or for, like, weenies. Because they don't have long legs. Because they don't have long legs. But uh, yeah. it's like a, like whenever a couple has been married for 20 years, the spouse dies, and they immediately get remarried or whatever. Like, I yeah. can't, like I'm not going to be able to be in a house without a dog now. Yeah, for sure. Even right now, I'm like, oh, it feels really quiet in here. Yeah. If you died, I might get, like, five dogs. Five husbands. <laughs> <laughs> or that. <laughs> yeah, Perfect. Yeah, normal. So can we talk about the van uh, really quick? Yeah. Yeah. So last night... That cost almost $100 to fill up today. Bro. Were you... So, um, Wife. I'm, I'm actually Aaron. <laughs> Wife. Sorry. Um, uh, I just filled it up and it was $90. Did that make you so mad? No, it didn't really make me mad oh. because I've been following the Ukraine-Russian thing so closely. Like, I knew this was coming. The only thing, like, it, it is something about myself I wish I could change. I knew it was coming and I was like, I need to fill up the van before the... Gas prices and go up. And you kept forgetting. And I kept forgetting. And in the time, the first time I said, I need to fill them up before they go up, gas has gone up a dollar fifty. Oh, crap. Yeah. So, like, it should have been, like, I didn't think... $75 to fill up, but instead it was 90 because I'm a doofus. I did not think that diesel would go up as much as well. I don't know. I don't how, understand that correlation. I don't either. And part of me is like, I don't think anyone does. It's just kind of, they're kind of like, dude, what if we just started charging more? That'd be sick. How and, much was it? It was four sixty a gallon. What if everyone just? Oh my gosh! What if everyone just upped their prices because there was buzz that the prices were going to go up, so they just did it anyway? Well, uh, so I, th I think that, I think there is a part of it where they're like, "Oh, we could use this." Everyone expects it. Yeah, everyone's expecting it to go up. We could use this as, a, as an excuse to raise up gas anyway. And, and what are people going to do that need to drive? Like, you're not going to do anything oh, I don't about know. it. And there's also like really good data that like people start losing their minds when gas prices go up. Like, that's whenever there's, like, a lot of unrest in a population. It brings a lot of anxiety. Well, yeah, because it affects everything, and it affects everyone. Did that happen at the beginning of pandemic, or am I wrong? No. Remember, it, that was the first crisis where, like, prices went down. <laughs> yeah, we're reaching gas prices from, like, 2008. That was, like, whenever it was the worst. Pandemic, remember, it got down to, like, 199 Well, yeah, because no one was going anywhere. I know, there was nowhere to go. Uh, what, is, what is gas prices right now? Uh, I think I saw was that it, like it was three fifty. No, it was four dollars. <gasps> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's going up, and it's not stopping. It's like going up. It's like six bucks in California right now for just gas. 
Oh my word. Yeah. It's very, it's very, uh, we picked a great time to get a big diesel van. Okay. Let's keep working from home. Just keep working from home and then let's move out of our tour apartment. Occasionally. Yeah. yeah. If we tour, like it's going to be, it's better be special. Yeah. But I really do. I'm like, okay, we need to buy a house like tomorrow. Well, yeah. I mean, that won't help with our gas though. Mm. You know what I mean? For sure. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, every house I've seen says that they have a lot of gas. They have free in the backyard. gas. Free gas. So we, yesterday, I spent the day getting the van to uh, phase one. The phase van one. is officially at phase one now. And we both laid down on the mattresses. Yep. Or the mattress, my bad. And we laid on the mattress. Uh, we bought a, a mattress off from Walmart. It's a foam mattress. I used a box cutter and I cut it down the middle, you which did a good feels. Job. I'm I'm getting used to buying something only to destroy it. Like I know that is everything. Just a, everything for the van has been that way, except the um the new blackout curtain things that you're gonna get. I will say that is the first bougie van purchase we bought. What do you mean? Like, like above its quality that we. Ex- like yeah. compared to everything else. Like we have a 2007 Sprinter. Like there's rust on it. Like who are we kidding? The solar battery is fancy. Oh, you mean the actual Goal Zero? Sure. Like the battery. The battery in, itself. Yeah. I mean, that's fancy because it has to be. But like the, you know, the everything else we've done on a budget. But like when we got the Goal Zero, which is the battery that runs all the inside like lights and stuff, right. which is what I hooked up yesterday. That... That is just like the standard. Yeah. But I feel like the the window covers we the blackout window covers we got that was like fancy to yeah. me because they're like they just pop up there they're, they're nice made ones. they're cut to made to the fit of our van you know that Custom just seems made, like a, yeah I, or uh, I see what you're saying but my biggest concern has always been how noodles is going to respond in the van yeah and I know if she can see the outside world she's going to panic for sure so. That's why, like, aren't these, like, magnet? I think they're magnets, at, or they are, um, I couldn't tell from the picture, or they are, like, buttons. Like, you fasten a button. But they are, like, for real blackout. Right. And our Tallulah Gorge trip is... Have we have we talked about that on the podcast? Is not this weekend, but next weekend. Did you know that? Oh, I know. Oh, shoot, I really need to get the bedding, and you really need to get the power thing figured out. I've, I mean, I've all... I've, I've, so, she's, <laughs> what she's talking about is... We have solar panels on top of the van, and they plug into the battery, and yeah. that's what charges the batteries, the solar panel. Yeah. But for some reason, mine doesn't charge. It, like, acknowledges that it's connected, and it's like, dude, it'd be super cool if I was getting charged right now, wouldn't it? And I'm like, yeah, can you? And it's like, no. So I, I love the sun, Yeah, I love today. the sun, but I don't love you. Yeah. Exactly. So I had to email and figure out what the heck's going on. But that's liter- literally figuring out how to get that to wire in is, is the last step. But that won't mess up our Maybe trip. Maybe some sheets and pillows. Because we can, we're at a, staying at a campsite, so we can literally get, like, go in, power it up, and then come back out if we need to. That would suck. We need to plan our food for this trip, and that'll be a really good tell of what's going on. I know. And I hate to say it, I think we're going to have to get a fridge. I do, too. I think there's, like, no way around there's it. There's no way around no. Yeah. Babe. There's no way around it. Yeah. My only concern is, like, is it going to, like, slide around because there's no cabinetry around it? No, I think I'm going to, I think I'll, like, screw it down. I like screw it to the wall. Oh, you can do that. I'll figure something out. Mm. Yeah. And then maybe we also need to get noodles a bed, too. I mean, we can get her some blankets. Oh, so you know what I mean? She's gonna be roughing it. She's gonna be roughing it. It's camping. She's, she is gonna have the best life of any of us in the van because, like, she pees in the grass anyway. I'm saying she's gonna have a good life. So we're gonna stay at this camp. I'm. 
like I want to poop in the woods. I know that that was probably going to be frowned on. Your face changed so fast I when I said that. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Okay. Uh, can I tell you something that I heard yesterday in regards to pooping? Yes. Oh. I forgot what – I think it's Chinese culture. Okay. Um, there's. I was sitting at a table of a few moms at a great time. Okay. And they were sharing that – they're talking about their kids' potty training and how, like, it's complicated, right? Yeah. Specifically with the wiping aspect of things. It's like, how do you really tell them – how do you really get in there and, like – kid is worried about falling in the dang toilet so like right. how do they really wipe well in i chinese culture they were saying or I, I could be getting that wrong i'm just repeating what i heard they they practice with the kids in school they have they get two balloons and tie them together make the crack crevices of the balloons <laughs> dirty and they give them tissue paper and they teach them how to clean the balloon butt Man. Because then they have a visual of, like, what's really happening and how difficult it is to, like, get in there. <laughs> yeah. But that's... That's why they're I, conquering every other country. It's because they're thinking of stuff like that. They know how to wipe their butts way earlier than anyone I else. I know. They're talking about balloon butt over there. Th- but you... Ha- as funny as that is, that's also, like, a really good teaching tool. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, you get the visual. It's kind of funny. Hopefully they get over that. Right. I don't know why, but my brain is picturing red balloons. Uh, mine too. But why? I don't know. Yeah. Um, can I tell Can I tell my pooping story? You feel like today's the day. I feel like today's the day that I talk, talk, talk about the story because we were, yeah. it came up yeah. at a hang and I forgot how funny of a story this it's is. It's a wonderful story. I also, I also... I'm wondering, just because I'm trying to, like, honor you, is, like, how often can I interject? Um, as long as you don't do that thing you do at parties where... Where I tell the story? No, where you ruin the punchline. And you did it whenever... I know. That's and I don't I'm understand why okay, that is your mad. knee jerk. Don't get mad. Don't okay. get mad. Put your shoulders down. But also, <laughs> can I, like... Am I allowed to, like, interject a, a question for clarity? Of course. I love that. Okay, well... So, this is the... So, I'm writing... A book of stories we over on Patreon, and I'm, poop story. yes, and this is the one I'm writing this week, and I'm like reliving it, and it's just so funny to me, even after all this time. Yeah, it's still so funny. Yeah, um, bodies are weird. Bodies are so weird, but I was a theater kid, uh, obviously, and I was the Scarecrow in The Wizard of Oz. Any questions Ooh. so far? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so we had, were. Had you seen Wizard of Oz and been like, man? I really resonate with that scarecrow. No, because... Had you the, even seen it? No, I hadn't seen it. And the the guy... Moved, so we were all like backwoods children. Like we all lived in the woods. We had no sense of theater or whatever. I didn't know what the newsies were or whatever. But yeah. uh, this professor or some from some, New York City came. And he, he was going to give back to theater by teaching us like rednecks about theater. Yeah. And he said, I'm either going to do Wizard of Oz or Bye Bye Birdie. And Bye Bye Birdie is like an Elvis-esque musician story. Yeah. And I wanted him to do that one because I was like, oh, dude, I, of course, I'm going to be Birdie. Mm-hmm. Like, or whatever. But instead, he was like, I'm going to sell a bunch of tickets. I'm going to do Wizard of Oz. And that's exactly what he did. We were sold out for like 15 shows. So I audition, get the part, and it's what great. What was the audition? The audition was you... It was the, I always remember it was the same time that Continuum by John Mayer came out. And that's the album that taught me how to like be a guitar player. And I was listening to John Mayer's Continuum while everyone else auditioned, not paying attention to what everyone else did because I was listening to these guitar solos. And then they called my name and I came up there 
And I did my thing. I got some laughs. I, like, danced around. And at the end of mine, because it was, like, I was initially uh, auditioning to be the lion. But they made me, like, take a stab at the scarecrow. Mm -hmm. And I fell at the end. And that was, like, the clincher. You did it on purpose? Yeah. Because it's, like, the scarecrow was, like, derpy. And you, wow. Yeah. And I just like, I, I resonated with theater really quickly. You've always loved physical humor more than. Oh, of course. Like I, if I get stuck on TikTok or Instagram, <laughs> it's because someone is getting hit by something. <laughs> like I love that. So anyway, uh, we're doing the play. Um, we're doing rehearsals, all this other stuff. And the. Wait, you skipped the audition. Like, so you, you did the audition, you fell at the end, you got it because got it, it. they were like there. How soon did you find out? So. Initially, uh, we found out the next week, and I was, again, I was hoping to be the lion, and they said, they put me as one of the scarecrows, and I was like, dude, I failed, mm. and I went to talk to the professor, or whatever you call it, the director, and I was like, hey, I thought I wanted the lion, Yeah. and he said, the second you fell, I knew you were the scarecrow, mm. and I was like, why did I fall? Because I want to be the lion, Yeah. but anyway, and it was double cast. And then after the first rehearsal, the other scarecrow dropped out because he didn't like it. Interesting. So then I became the only scarecrow. I was the only character in the play that did not have to rotate so out. So you had to do a bunch of shows. I did every show. Wow. So, uh, you know, my Mormon girlfriend at the time was Dorothy. And then my friend from, like, when we were kids was the Tin Man. So it was like a perfect little cast of fun people. Dustin? No. His name was Cliff. You okay. Never, you never met Cliff. Okay. But he was so uncoordinated and the Tin Man had to do a tapping routine. So to to uh, to supplement it, there was a second tin man who was a woman who came out and tapped for him, and he just like pointed to her, and that was it was anyway stupid. interesting yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, to get us revved up for the performance, to get us in like inspired, he goes, "We're gonna go to Birmingham and see the Lion King," which was the huge play at the time. It was winning all the awards. Was that your first like Broadway play? Yeah, I think so. Maybe when I was a kid, I went to some. But that was my first big Broadway production. And it, at that time, I thought Birmingham was New York City. Of course. Because it had a Starbucks. It yeah. had, you know. A mall. A mall. Like yeah. all the things that you want a were zoo. happening at Birmingham. Yes, a zoo. Ironic. And they were like, we're going to go to this really fancy restaurant. So you have to wear a suit and a tie. And you come to this restaurant. And then we're going to go see The Lion King. And we've got best. We're at the front row. And we were like the best seats in the house. Were y'all excited? Or you were like, okay, they're kind of hyping this up. We were very or the excited. excitement was real. No, we were very excited. We were new theater kids, and we thought, like, we were destined for this moment. You also, like, had your girlfriend, so, like, yes. you were, like... And we were, like, in the show, whatever. So, uh, <laughs> we get on a charter bus, we go to the restaurant, <laughs> and it's, like, this fancy restaurant with, like, tiles and with, like, very fancy cloth napkins, and I'm very out of my element, and they bring the menu, and it's all, like, gold-crusted halibut, and, like chicken, spade, whatever. Yeah. Like all these words I'd never heard before. What had you had earlier that day? Much probably, of a, probably a Vicks chicken biscuit for breakfast and then uh -huh. nothing else for yeah, the rest of the day. that's what I was thinking. Um, and I'm like overwhelmed by this like very pretentious menu and I think like, oh, there's nothing on here I even can order because I don't know. And as I'm like struggling with that, they bring out this trough of oil and bread. It was like olive oil and fancy bread. And you never experienced that before? Never. Maybe some spices in there? It felt like a cheat code. Yeah, there were like chunks of pepper or something. Of course, yeah. There was like a fleck of something in it. And it felt like a cheat code. It felt like this is free food, no strings attached. And they were like, and if you run out, we'll bring you more. And I was like, oh my gosh, bottomless. It, 
had you had the connection with uh, chips at a Mexican restaurant yet of like the bottomlessness of like probably. your personality? That's because I haven't grown out of that, right. but probably if I had to guess. So you'd experienced that before, but like you were always eating like a burrito or something after. So, yes. but this night. But I'm like, oh, I don't even have to order a meal. I can just eat bread and olive oil. And I mean, you're talking dunking it in there, like spoonfuls Kinda of like olive oil. Kind of like saturating the bread. Yeah. It you're was using more... it as a sponge. Exactly. Imagine wet sponge of oil, throw it in my mouth. Oh my and word. I know. It was just, and like oil's running down my Maybe face. Maybe like Coke or and what I'm you like, order is Little J. It had to be Coke. Yeah. I wasn't civilized enough to order anything else. But everybody else had their sweet tea, and I'm like chugging you on. You hate sweet tea. I yeah. hate sweet tea so much. You had your but, olive oil, so. And I had my olive oil. Maybe that's all I had. You're I don't even need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm guzzling it down, making fun of everybody else. I can't believe you ordered food. You got to pay for it. And I'm like just soaking up all Were this. you like not wanting to spend money, or you were just so confused? I, I, I think I was just overwhelmed. I was like a kid that did not know fancy. In my memory, that's what it was. Yeah. Did your girlfriend order anything? I'm sure she did. But, I, like, at the time, I was the only one eating this much oil and bread. How are you sure. feeling when the check came? I don't even remember that part. Okay. We're getting bogged down in details now. Well, so I'm trying to enhance. We go, we, go to the, we go to the play. We're in, like, the front row. And as, like, everyone's finding their seat, my, uh, my stomach starts turning over and over and over. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this can't be good. And my Mormon girlfriend, who's never even heard a curse word before, like, looks at me and she's like, you look pale. And I, I felt pale. <laughs> like, you know, like it felt like all the blood like was draining from me. Upper lip sweat. Upper lip sweat. And I was mm. like, what in the world this is, is this? Am I danger. allergic to theater? Mm. And then uh, all of a sudden, like, the lights start going down. And I'm like, oh, I need to get to the bathroom because I'm about to erupt. Like <laughs> all of the world's transgressions are like exploding inside of me. Yeah. And then uh, so as the <laughs> lights are coming down, I'm like, this is my chance. I'm going to go hoop <laughs> for the first song and then I'll come back and then, and then like, we'll somebody, be fine. Will t- somebody will catch me up. We'll be fine. But if you've never seen The Lion King, you don't know that the first song, it's like a hundred people in 15-foot animal robot suits yeah, come st- literally stampeding down the aisle. And they're doing that song. <laughs> and they're like, they're like galloping down. <laughs> some of them are like monkeys. Some of them are giraffes. And they're all gigantic. Just like the ultimate like crowd participation, like yes. getting and everyone high. It is legitimately marvelous. Like there's no other way to describe it. And I'm standing up there prairie dogging like looking right. at literal prairie dogs you can tell come... it <laughs> you can like tell it's art happening but oh, you're like i can but and i can also tell it's sin know. within me yes yeah, yeah, yeah. so i'm literally like clutching and <laughs> waiting for all these animals to go by and i'm like do i do i try to outrun them but then i remember that's what happens to the lion king that's how he dies and i'm like no i'm just gonna wait it out and i'm like it'll be over any second are you like fishing through these people like no. you're like going upstream i waited as long as i could in my memory, I never tried to stampede. Maybe I did, but uh, I. You're can't... trying to get distracted by it. Yes, and I'm like both. Oh wow, this is impressive, and both. Yeah. Oh, I'm about to poop on the person behind me for sure. And then the the Shenanana girl holds up the baby uh-huh. and is like the circle of life. And then that was my cue to take <laughs> off. So she's holding up the baby. People are cheering like crazy. I'm booking it. To yeah, the, of to course. The lobby. Are you like unbuttoning or anything? No, I'm not unbuttoning, but I'm definitely doing that pelvic forward walk yes. where it's more like a scoot. Yes. Because I know that if, I, like, if okay, I break form, okay, it's rectum, over. Okay, rectum, don't yes, give out on come me. Come on, rectum. 
And then I get to the lobby and I'm like scrambling, where's the bathroom, where's the bathroom? And I see it, it's like 30 steps forward and I make it 10. And then I fall to the floor and just poop myself. You fell to the floor. I just, because like, I was like, oh, it's over. And then I like fell to the ground. Like the bridesmaid scene. Yes. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. And it just all down my suit, my, my fresh suit that I never wear. Oh my gosh. But luckily everyone was inside. For the actual show. So sure. literally no one saw it. So then I got up, humiliated. Did any, Was there any workers? No. Or you were just like, eye on the prize, i got to get to the bathroom? Because it was the first time Lion King was on tour. So I even think the workers were like, I've got to see this. So everyone was in the thing. Oh, that makes me so sad. So then covered in suit and poo, I yeah. go into the bathroom. Oh my gosh. And I wash my suit in the sink. So at that point, your jacket was clean. No, and that's the, I think, I think it made its way up when I fell. But it would have gotten on your shirt. Oh, so it leaked through. Yeah, it was, I mean, when you eat an entire trough of of bread and oil, (laughs) it's not the healthiest digestion. I know. If you know anybody in nutrition, maybe they'll help you with that. But. Stop. (laughs) So then I wash my suit in the bathroom. It sounds like to me like every article of clothing has duty on it. Yeah. I even think like my socks, like. I got to get new shoes, but I spend the entire first act in the bathroom, like cleaning up. I know. And there's, <laughs> there's nothing I can do. Uh, and I think like, oh, maybe it'll be dry by intermission so I can get out, but it wasn't. So I carried all of my suit in the bathroom, stood on the toilet so no one could see me. It was clean at that point, me, just not dry? Just not dry. And I held it standing on a toilet seat so no one would see me. And I locked the door and people were like trying to get in like, oh, this one must be broken. And then went up, gone. Can you imagine if you dropped your clothes in the toilet? That would have been, I mean, it would have been ironic, if nothing else. <sighs> and then the next thing was I I made it for the last song. Like, as Simba is being king, I, like, found my seat. Well, question. Did you, did you prioritize getting between those two balloons? Nice. <laughs> or no, cleaning I think, your clothes first? I think the balloons started red, were a totally different color did you go naked in the bathroom like did you strip down i think i threw my underwear away okay good yeah i think i think that's what i did that's a smart idea yeah and then it was scrub-a-dub-dub jump in the yeah it was rough so you cleaned most of it and i guess your suit was black so i was able to cover up some stains yeah and i think the other thing that like i was giving myself a hard time about earlier i don't think i ever told my girlfriend or anyone in my class what happened yeah I was just like, yeah, I didn't feel good. Right. Well, yeah, that's okay. Well, yeah. Which is true. Literally true. Well, and I don't imagine that most of your waste was solid. No. Or any of it was. No. It was like. So it was like just cleaning like like a gross Yeah, it was actually liquid. probably pretty thin. Right. Yeah. That's yuck, what I was yuck, thinking. Yuck. Okay. Um, okay. Thank you for sharing. Have you seen The Lion King on Broadway since? Yes, I have. And I loved it. Oh, where did you see that? In New York? I think it was New York. I think it was New York. I'm glad you got to see it. Yeah, because I've seen I've seen The Lion King twice. What if it just like triggered your bowels and like you had Yeah, a what if I've like taught my body about trauma and In it's just the like circle of life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was about but it. I I was a theater kid pretty deeply for like the next four years and then I just stopped. Like now I can't even like there's no show tune that will Well, because you me started up. playing shows and you liked that better. Yeah. Tunes at shows are better than show tunes. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, 
that was really nice of you to share that story. Yeah, when you brought up poop, I just maybe I've been thinking a lot about that story. I've been feeling very nostalgic as a whole mm-hmm. lately. Yeah, I, yeah. I, like I've seen like I don't know. We've been talking about old times. We've been talking about you know like as a band we started ten years ago, mm-hmm. and that's a number that makes you like think back. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm kind of where yeah. I'm at. I had one of my violin students asked me. Uh, she's like a deep thinker, very like empathetic kid. And she asked me recently, do you, Miss Erin, do you have, um, do you remember your childhood? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, yeah. And my greatest memories of my childhood are definitely from this time of year. Interesting. Like this weather really reminds me of my upbringing. Mm. Just like going outside a lot. And spending so much time outside. And, like, I don't think I honored in, like, liking being outside, like, um, in the middle of my life, like, in, like, my 20s. And I'm, like, kind of going back to my roots of just, like, being outside more. Because right now, like, I just, like, really want to be outside. Like, I don't want to be inside right now. Yeah. For me, and, that uh, would be fall. Yeah. I thought that would be for me because as an adult, I love that feeling the most but something something the nostalgia that you're saying and then my student asked me that of just remembering what spring was like and how it was just like so beautiful on the farm yeah and i just loved and talking about going to the bathroom like i would go to the bathroom outside and like we had a tree house we'd we'd we didn't want to waste time by going inside so we'd go outside yeah I, i think for me it was fall because even though i didn't like football i loved football games like, I loved, like, hanging out with everybody under the bleachers. Yeah. And, like, I think about the uh, the Northeast Jones bathroom by the football field. Okay. Because the, the boys' bathroom was literally like a bathtub trough that you got you in a circle. We've used that word a couple of times. Yeah. Tonight. Like, you in a circle peed around it with everyone. Ew. Yeah. Ew. It, it was, like, a very strange, like, that's what the – it was just – in the middle of the room, and you all gathered around and peed in it. That's that's disgusting. Surely that's not still there. That's disgusting. Yeah, I know. But uh, I just remember, like, the smell of, like, hot dogs being sold. I remember, like, and also, like, basketball games and, like, buying a pickle. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, you know, now such I can a, buy pickles whenever thing. I want. But I it was, like, such a thing to be able to, like, pay 50 cents and get this giant pickle. Giant pickle. Yeah. That was, like, a very popular snack. Yeah. yeah. And that was always that was always super fun. We had – I ran the um, the snack booth uh, in middle school. Okay. And we had, like – it was a big year, eighth grade year, whenever we got a slushy machine. Yeah. And, man, did those sell. Did those get you. And I would always get, like, a different color slushy and then, like, hot fries. Oh, man. That was like my snack. Looking back, I'm just like, oh my gosh, that was how was that even a snack? You yeah. know what I mean? No, it wasn't. Um, it was just like a way for the school to make money, you know? Yeah, exactly. But I enjoyed it. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I've just been feeling very nostalgic, like story, and it helps that like I'm writing all these stories down and like getting to like relive a lot of it. But you know, I I just feel. So I'm caught up in my feels. This is just the way my brain works. Like sometimes I'll, um, do you ever like experience something in your life that you, like you're like, oh, this has become like a routine for me or like a regular thing that I do right now in this season. And you're like, one day I'm going to have nostalgia for this. I wish I was more present of those things. 
I don't know if it's presence though. I, I don't. Do you think? Because I don't. Do you think it's anxiety? Um, maybe it's it's mostly just like me, like the sadness. Yeah. Like it's like because I'm prone to that. Because I'll well like. I don't do it as much as I used to, but with you, like sometimes if we, whenever we have like a really sweet moment together, I'm like, oh, whenever you die, I'm going to really miss this. That's not a good thing to think. No. And it's also like, I feel like I'm going to outlive you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just from, just from your abilities. Just, yeah, yeah. Like I'm way better at karate than you are. Like whatever, yeah, whatever could get me would obviously get you first. That's so mean. <laughs> That's so mean. No, I know. It's a. I'm making a joke out of the fact that you have this, like, well, yeah. ever recurring. I thought. also think that, like, I, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Oh, were you about to say something like way meaner? No. Oh, okay. No, I'm just like thinking about like us in a terrible situation and how I would probably just be like like pass out from fear, and so you would die just because they thought I was already dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd wake up and be like, dang it. I'm still I, here. I, I, nobody How even got he, me. He didn't. He didn't make it, but I'm still here because I freaking my body gave out on me. Do you want to uh, end on way. something happy mm. before we jump over to Patreon? You want? Do you yeah. want to do what we're into? I do. I love <laughs> the Lion King story <laughs> so much. It makes me like. But every time I, I've noticed like if I every time I hear it again, it makes me kind of sad. Oh, why? I don't know. Just the idea of you being overwhelmed at a restaurant, not knowing what to order. Yeah, and it's I think also- it's because I have like a really like hard time with food sometimes, and I really care about people's relationship to food, and so I'm like overanalyzing that, and I'm worried about little Jay. Well, I do things now in my life, knowing, <clears throat> like I make decisions based on the story it will bring me, and I wonder you how. Do a lot of times, yeah. Like a lot of times, I will say yes to things thinking, "Oh, this will this will be a good story later." Yeah, but you didn't eat that olive oil and bread for that reason. That's what. I, okay, so that's what I'm getting at. Oh, sorry. Like, I wonder how different my life would have been as a younger kid if I knew that I would grow up to be comfortable with those things. Okay. Like, because in the time I remember feeling humiliated, like like genuine dread in the bathroom. Of course. I would never feel that now. It's, like, yeah. Like I, uh, I work out at a gym and before what, like there was this moment where, uh, I went to the bathroom and I got some water on my shorts and it definitely looked like I peed myself like very badly. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I was like, man, if I don't get in there, they're going to bring someone in after me because they're about to start. And then I walked out looking like I had just wet myself like crazy and the coach got everyone to slow clap me Mm -hmm. and I was in the middle of like 20 people slow clapping me with a huge stain on my shorts yeah and that would have destroyed me as a kid it made me laugh so much as an adult yeah I think you just get comfortable like with those moments yeah or you don't or you don't yeah I I think I'm definitely more comfortable than I was back then but it's it was still really hard because I remember uh seventh grade year we got like the nominations for like the who's who awards you know and I was um I'd I got like most scholarly or something and I remember it was midterms and I had just gotten a b in uh literature class and I was like well I don't deserve to be most scholarly if I don't have all if I don't have all a's um, and I was like, so in my head about that. Mm. And then I remember I wore like a khaki skirt and like a, it was a uniform and then like my navy blue shirt. 
for the award uh, ceremony that day. And I went to go accept my award and I like stumbled a little on the steps. Mm. I don't think I like people could see my underwear, but I was like aware of that. And I was so devastated. Like I remember it like, and then I was like, oh, I don't even deserve this award number one because I'm going to be in Mr. Turner's class. And then I freaking tripped on stage and like no one really thought about it but me. Yeah. But I was like obsessed over it. Um, And just like those kind of things wrecked me. Yeah. Then, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't even remember where I turned, like when it started being fun to mm-hmm. have stuff like this happen. Yeah, because like, I don't know either. I, I still don't think I like it. Yeah, though. no, no, I know that about you. But I think that I used to not like it and then I started really liking it. Mm-hmm. I think it started when my dad would tell these stories. Yeah. And I'd be like, wow, that was really fun to yeah. hear him tell that story. And then I would start telling stories and then it was just like, oh, You can make bad situations into good stories, and it's, like, a great time. Yeah, like, I mean, I can definitely turn—the ones from my childhood now are funny. Like, I went to a private school for a long time, and in third grade we did um, a—some play that was, like, City Slickers and the Farmers, and I, like, uh, volunteered to be on the farmer side of things because I I was literally, like, on a farm. And I got my days mixed up with when I was supposed to dress up like a farmer— and so I walk, and it was like a private school in like one giant building. It was like elementary side, middle school, high school side was like divided. And so if you walked down the hall, like everyone saw you basically from like every class. And you were always scared of upperclassmen, even like, you know what I mean? And I just like, I walk, I, my mom would drop me off and I walked down the hallway and I tried to run back to her but it was too late oh that is so sad and i had like fake freckles on my face like she had like (laughs) eyebrow penciled freckles pigtails with like bows overalls plaid shirt but like in a private school that had the uniforms that was like i definitely stood out yeah and so i got the freaking days wrong and i was devastated but it's like funny now to think about yeah and just like you with the lion king story i felt so sad for little e really yeah because yeah. I know, like, I I have pictures of little E on my fridge, and I can't stop picturing her being Well, I mean, sick. and you think of, like, my niece now, too, right? Like, yeah. she's she's just turned seven, and seeing her experience, like, being nervous in front of people. And... Right. And that's just heartbreaking. <laughs> it really is, but then you're fine. Yeah, it's you're just, fine. It's part of life. It is. Yeah. All Anyways. right, babe, let's jump over to Patreon. Okay. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, sorry about all the times we said poop, uh, but we'll see you soon. Okay. Okay.